Pulp MX Network Production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Renthal on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,500 podcasts delivered with over 15 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. As always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Fly Racing RacerX Podcast. This is the Glendale Triple Crown of Supercross Review Show. Thanks for listening. Lots to dive into tonight. Triple Crown Power is back. Ken Roxon and uh, Austin Forkner were the winners, and we'll get into that uh, shortly here with Jason Wygant and Jason Thomas. Maybe a special guest if we can. Thanks to Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check it out. Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, many, many other riders wear Fly Racing out there. Flyracing.com for the latest and greatest from those guys. Uh, absolutely fantastic formula helmet that they've got out with the Rion Lab technology in it. Man, they've done a great job with that. So please check out Flyracing.com for more information about those guys. Big supporters of the sport in Supercross and Motocross over the years. So, yeah, man, they've uh, got some really cool products. And if you are mountain bike ride or jet ski or snowmobile, they got products for you there as well. Flyracing.com. Please check them out. Maxis Tires. Alex Ray using his Maxis Tires to grab a great start in the second main event of the Triple Crown. And uh, MXST Tires developed by the King. Jeremy McGrath. He put it in the main event this weekend. AJ Cantanzaro using them also. So please check them out. MXSTs out now. I know you haven't thought of Maxis as a premium tire maybe for a while, but these MXSTs. They're pretty good, man. So please check them out at your local dealer or maxis.com. Great mountain bike tires as well. The Renthal guys, they've got the new Fat Bar 36 out. Roxon uses it and has two wins now. Uh, Renthal.com for more information on that. We just had the launch last week. So please check them out. It's a fat bar, but uh, it's a little different than your usual bar. It's got You'll see for all the features it's got. Uh, please check out Renthal, Renthal.com. They're winning brand in manufacturing design for the last half century. You know you know the name Renthal, and they continue to lead the world at the very top level of sport, amassing more championship titles than all the competing brands combined. Renthal's records are unsurpassable. Thanks to the hard work and dedication to detail, the Renthal factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since the beginning in 1969. Hashtag Renthal, hashtag we build championships, hashtag grad life by the bars. Uh, thanks to those guys as well. For the review shows, we got the folks at CBD, alias CBD, on board with us. They are the official pain uh, management company for the folks at Geico Honda, which Christian Craig, I'm sure he is again for the third week in a row, covering himself in alias pain bomb uh, from the folks at CBD. So they spent two years working with the top scientists in the field to create a bomb with a dozen organic botanicals and the highest concentration of phytocannabinoids on the market. The motivation was the love of motocross and finding a new way to advance the sport 
And uh, they are, they are, like I said, they are official proudly. They are proudly the official pain bomb provider of the Geico Honda Factory Connection team. Alias CBD for more information. If you want to get into CBD, you want to try some more stuff. Uh, alias Racer X is the code to save twenty percent from those guys. So got a code for that as well. Um, all right, let's get into the Glendale race and all that happened there uh, with the two Jasons, shall we? And now, as promised, I'll bring in the two Jasons. Uh, first up, he's my boss at RacerX Online. He's the online editor. He controls everything to do with RacerX Magazine, RacerX Online. He controls the nationals, kind of what happens, well, who scores points, who does well. He controls Geneva. Uh, he controls Enduro Cross. He controls a lot of things in our sport. He's Jason Wygant. No. No. What, <laughs> you, you what, what control you, everything, what? yeah. What are you talking about? You're on the octopus here? You're on the payroll for certain riders. All of it. All of it. Uh, Unbelievable. All right. Well, as I always say, man, I wish these checks that I supposedly were getting, they they should be larger if I had this kind of control. (laughs) Uh, With with the power comes great responsibility, so I don't want either. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, I'm out. Also on the line, uh, two-time German Supercross champion, two-time Montreal Supercross champion. Privateer hero, fly racing. Uh, got to hang out with David Bradshaw all weekend at fly racing. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? No, none of that is true. You didn't hang just with Bradshaw, like, just like we, just oh. like we. Oh. None of that is yeah. true. Great to see Bradshaw. Oh, it's, it's great. We had him on our fly racing pit show. Why can't that you weren't there? Um, the beast from the east. Yeah, it was awesome. That's an upgrade. Yeah, an upgrade. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah. All right, uh, let's get into this. Uh, first, Weed, you got to do a, a read. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, we have an additional sponsor, as you folks have probably heard, on X Off-Road. So it's a uh, accurate GPS satellite and topo trail mapping app. So get it. Go to onxmaps.com or just look up on X, it's the letter X, in the App Store, and it'll tell you where you can go riding, where there are legal trails near you. And what's also cool is I believe if you have the app and you go riding, you can leave your own trail so other people will know where to go, and it doesn't need cell service because it just uses your GPS. So if you're at a remote spot, it still works on xmaps.com. Take it. Fantastic. Good to hear. Uh, triple yeah. Crown Weed, you weren't there. Yeah, I, uh, I think I upgraded. I think I upgraded, found better people to hang out with. Yeah. So uh, sorry, boys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Phil, watch how to watch party with Phil Nicoletti. You're doing a race works video from that? Uh, I did my post-race video, but I got to say, Phil is in the middle of dry January, uh, mm-hmm. so it was only about half as good as previous right. Phil yep. uh, hangouts have been. I mean, he was a little upset with Troll, definitely not happy with Cooper Webb and the whoops, but uh, not nearly as angry yeah. as I've seen. Yeah. I mean, look, he's rich now, so he's not as angry now. I mean, he's, yeah. he's rich. $76,000 U.S. Yeah, I mean, he's a happy guy, but uh, it was really fun, and um, it, hilariously, Chad Reed was calling. Uh, we were at Johnny Oler's suspension shop, Chad Reed calling in after main events, each of the mains, uh, for settings. We were almost late for the whole thing. Johnny's like, sorry, guys, I was on a really late phone call. I, I haven't gotten back to the shop, and I'm like, we're on a call with your wife? He's like, no, Chad. Chad. <laughs> but you had said earlier there's been no calls to Johnny. Like no, there had been nothing virtually right. since uh, Monster Cup, and uh, Chad did go testing this week. Uh, and I mean, look, I, I don't know how many there are, but any suspension person who's worked with Chad, there's been a lot of conversations. I'm sure. I can't there will be a lot of communication. I don't have Reed written down here, JT, to talk about because he was a big topic on the Pulp Show. He was a big topic on the Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show. Like I, I can't, I can't talk about him. He, he had to go to another LCQ. Alex Ray beat him. I just, I don't want to talk about it. I don't you know. don't want to talk about him at all, huh? No, I just, can we just, I just, I don't want to see this. 
It hurts. Okay. Hurts me. Physically. I, I think he's physically hurting a little bit, too. He, yeah. yeah, what uh, happened yeah. there? He went down? I missed that. Yeah. Yeah, he went down on the uh, – something on the first lap of the last main event and uh, okay. just – not sure exactly, but his ribs are the injured ribs he had from before are hurting again. So we'll yeah. see. Don't don't we'll put an, don't put an underprotector on. Nah, don't put one of those plastic <laughs> unprotectors on that really fit well and you know look great. Like don't do that, anybody with bad ribs. Hell no, these guys, all of these guys. I tell you, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Because Chad is tough as hell, I'm watching the Rolex 24-hour sports car race from Daytona this morning. And there he is in yeah. Daytona. Yeah. Chad Reed. Yeah, the red eye last night, I guess. Yeah. Yep. And not only there, but saying, yeah, uh, I think I some ribs that I had broken, I think I rebroke them. Still. <laughs> still makes it to the race. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't want to get into it. But um, okay. JT, two red flag starts, too. Like, that didn't help the whole night show out. Uh, zombie Chris Blos and, uh, and Bogle. No, that was not ideal. Um, crashes on crashes on the starts, crashes, you know, on the rest of the track. Chris Blos knocks himself out, it seemed. Justin Bogle knocked himself out, it seemed. Uh, so yeah, as far as if you're the TV producer or anybody in charge of yeah. lining, lining up television commercials in here, that it was probably not a very fun night for you. I, I, will, I rewatched most of the race today, and it, it definitely dragged on, Weege, the, the the TV show. It did, but I'm a little nervous listening to your post-race uh, pulpcast with none other than the Justin Brayton. And he said he was injured last year. And what did he do for one of the Triple Crowns in Houston? Yeah. He said he had a watch party with Phil. Right. I mean, Phil is basically at the point I think he could he could charge people yeah. to hang out with yeah. him uh, during these races. And he said, you know, Houston, that was really fun watching a Triple Crown. But then we watched another one that had a traditional main event, and he said it really drags on. So I'm a little worried yeah. if I do this again. Because <laughs> uh, you're saying this felt like it dragged it, on, it, but everyone it, seems to think these are more exciting. Don't you think JT in a stadium it drug on just because of these? No, I thought it was great. Well, because of these restarts. Like, I just, I found my, like, you know, it was nothing. Well, I mean, yeah, there's nothing you can do about No, no, that. I know. I, mean, I know. But just yeah. in- inconvenience of those starts and, you know, definitely made the night kind of drag on, I felt a little bit. Like, I was like, oh, boy, like, what? You know, because there is a rule of so many minutes for a restart. You know, you just can't line them back up. So, um, but can we talk about Osborne for a second? So, yes. Zacho goes down. Zacho went down all night long, everywhere. It was hilarious. If you were any, if you, if you really thought about his night, it, it, it wasn't funny to him or his team or anybody. But, dude, this guy, he just he kept going down, and, and it wasn't always his fault. And he would get plowed over, and um. So he goes down in the in the start where um, Blos gets hurt. He get, he goes down in the first turn, gets up, works his way through the pack. B- Red flag comes out. I believe he went down again. I'm not sure. He leaves the stadium, Weege. Okay, he leaves the stadium because his bike shot and the race is the race is already going right. Yeah, yeah. So leaves the stadium. I guess he got bike repairs or he was done for the night. Whatever. Red flag comes out. He comes back down, starts the third one, which is not allowed, and crashes again. But then take, well, goes down with Baggett. Then yeah, this is unrelated. Like he, whatever the first problem was, that was good. Yeah, it was another incident. And then goes down with Baggett. He shouldn't have even been out there. I and then I get, I'm getting conflicting results. I I haven't asked him. I probably should have before this pod. Did he get black flag, JT? Not that I know of. 
I think he was just last he, place again. He finally was. He finally threw the towel in. Yeah. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, it uh, wrecked my fantasy team because Baggett was on my fantasy team, and uh, so obviously we are all three big Zacco fans. But I was I was pretty frustrated with the dynamic. Let's just say that. So, so he crashed on a race he shouldn't have been at, and then went back to the pits again. Didn't get black flag. We don't think. I don't think so. That's incredible. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna text him right now. I, I'm gonna do this yeah, right now. Let's find but, it on the air. But 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 this is Weege. This was his night. This was his night. Yeah, and you know the the standard thing that everyone always says, right? Like if you get good starts, you stay out of trouble. You got to put yourself in good positions, and especially in these triple crown races. And Zach actually was probably on average the best starter of the night because <laughs> remember he whole shot the first one and watched the front while leading. And then the massive chaos, I think if I have this right, in the second one, wasn't he right there in yes, the front? Yes, he was right on the outside. Yep, yep. So he, you could argue, had potentially maybe even the first two hole shots of the night, or close, and it still ended up being a disaster. Yeah, he, <laughs> so including the other, he crashed four times in three, five times in three, three main events, officially. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think so. I, yeah. I, and by I, the way, his starts, has Zach ever been this good with starts? He's pulling hole shots in every heat or practically every main and all of these mains. How does he get What's in going that? going on? How does he get in that last main? Does no one, no one sees him? Just whatever? He left the stadium and no one... I, I was told that uh, his mechanic or someone on his team and Tooley spoke. There was, there was a conversation, oh. so I don't know. We need, we need clarification because I don't think it was... They just didn't know. I think I, yeah. something I, but was I don't decided think, there. But I don't think you could say, hey, man, we're, we got to leave the stadium. Is that cool? Like, let us back in like a club, like a nightclub. Like, I don't think you could. You can't do that, I don't think. Well, there's a rule. I mean, I, no, I, I have know. a copy of the rule. No, I know. There's, you there's, cannot leave. I know there's a rule, but I, it, I don't think you can get out of the rule by just making a deal with Thule. <laughs> like, you can't <laughs> slip him 20 and be like, hey, Thule, let us back in. Well, right? what, I'm wondering, what I'm wondering is in all the chaos mm-hmm. that they even know that he left. Well, they must have. You said his me- you heard his mechanic had a conversation. Well, I, I don't know what was said. Right? Oh, Maybe yeah. they said, "Did you leave? Where'd you go?" And they're oh. like, "No, we're right here." I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what was said. <laughs> okay, I thought it was said. Like, hey, uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So it, it was a bizarre night, a little bit, um, for that kind of stuff. And and then, uh, yeah. Okay, so are we still good on triple crowns? All three of us are fans. I'm good. I am good. <laughs> Weege. Yeah, I still like them. I, I totally understand what the riders are saying. And I think you do, Steve, too, yes. hearing your post-race interviews. I understand their general fear and, like, this is a little bit scary. And what did Webb say? 75 miles an hour? Yeah. They clocked him? Yeah. Um, now, JT, I know you're on record as saying, you know, the longer starts are actually in some ways safer. But it does seem a little crazy to me to go with the longest start in the history of the sport. Well, at the same time, you're doing the most starts in the history of the sport. And also, maybe just pick a different. Well, and also last year, triple crowns in Houston, which is the furthest from the pits any uh. stadiums ever been in the history of the sport. Like JT, I think you brought that up, or someone, maybe Dan Truman did. Like, oh, think right. a little bit, right? Yeah, like bridge to like, get to the pe- to the parking lot. Yeah. Like this stuff needs to be thought about before you schedule these. Yeah, the seventy-five so. mile an hour first turn with we're going to do extra intense starts with the whole field three times. Yeah, it's a, a bit of a bad combo. What do you yeah, think? I don't know. I, I'm I'm not necessarily 
always thinking that faster starts are, are like a longer start is more dangerous. I mean, obviously the one with Bogle, AC went in. I don't know where AC was planning to turn, but uh, he, it certainly wasn't where he was supposed to plan to turn. Um, but I, I think it actually gives guys a little bit more room to spread out. And if you watch those guys going into the first turn, like they're all kind of have their own little bit of room. And the one obviously went very poorly. I get it. Um, but it, I don't think it's always necessarily a bad thing to have a longer start. In my racing days, whenever the starts were longer, I always felt like I had more room than I did on a short one. I just felt like I went in, everybody just crammed into each other, and, and usually somebody fell down if uh, there was no room to separate yourself. Do you think? No, I totally oh. agree. I totally agree, JT. The start that goes across north to south at a football stadium is worse, the super short start. But I'm saying, like, this isn't even a long start. This is a super unbelievably long start yeah yeah that's probably true i mean they were they were going really really fast 75 miles an hour i still say if ac doesn't go i don't know where ac was going but i think if ac has you know any sort of sense going into the first turn then you know it it all turns out fine i think ac saw forkner and was like oh that's a sweet move (laughs) like i'm gonna i'm gonna just do i'm just gonna use uh, that guy i'm gonna bounce off him yeah well, Forkner's not in his class, so I don't think he saw Forkner. He saw Forkner do the move on Craig. Oh, yeah. Well, don't do not do what the 250 guys do. And just say, oh, yeah, cool. Look at that. Look, I can go super hot in, hit a guy, bounce off. He's perfectly straight. And, well, uh, and the, problem is, the problem is that Forkner hit hit Craig at the apex all the way around the end of the corner. Yeah. You know, AC yeah. hit Bogle where they're still going straight. I wasn't serious. I wasn't serious. No, I know. Okay. I know. I'm just right. saying, but it was they were really, really far. Uh, like I, My bigger point is... Why did AC go deep so deep in there? Report from Zacco. Uh, did not get black flag, but no, but I guess I got DQ'd. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really feel like we need to get to the bottom of this. I can tell you one thing. The uh, team that Blake Baggett is on was not happy. All right. You know what? Let's let's try to call Zacco. I don't even know if we can do this. Wow. Uh, wow. All right. We're going to break some ground here. He listens to this pod, so he knows what we're doing. Let's... All right, this let's, would be impressive. Let's call our buddy. All right, this is great. Cold calling. Yeah, cold call. On the podcast. Zach Osborne. Zach's, Zacho's the Z- only one. Zacho, we we're doing our review pod right now, so we had to call yeah. you quickly. We just have to. Okay. First of all, great night. Well, we don't really hear him, First, here, Steve. Oh. Why are we not hearing him? Oh, maybe you can't hear him, guys, because he's on. Uh, yeah, you're on FaceTime, and he's on. Okay. All right. You, it Can might you be record? We each, they probably can't hear you, uh, Zacho. That's fine. Okay. All right, Zacho. Yes. Great night, by the way. Great night. Great yeah. night. One I would love to forget. <laughs> right. Um, so you left the stadium. Was that okay? Did you not know about that? What? what we're, well, con- we're confused. I, I left the work area because at the time that I left the work area, I had gone down in the first turn. It ripped right. my brake pedal off. My bike was all been up so yeah. i just went to go back to the pit mm-hmm. but i stopped at the asterisk thing because my arm was kind of iffy and mm-hmm. um i so they took my transponder and everything and then uh when they red flagged it i was feeling a little bit better and you know mm-hmm. i was like i'll just try to go and do something for points well then yeah i lined up i asked Tui. i i made it to the gate like right before the card went up <laughs> yeah. and i asked Tui like hey can i you know, can I go? And he said yes. And then I guess someone said something about it. <laughs> Did they put the transponder back on? Yeah, they put the tra- – well, the mechanic put the transponder yeah, yeah. back on, Dave, and then right. – um, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Real nightmare. 
All right, and, that, and, and I didn't even realize that I had gotten DQ'd until today. Like someone was like, "Oh yeah, you got DQ'd in the last minute." I was like, "No, I didn't. I crashed out." And they're like, "No, no, you you got DQ'd afterwards." And I'm right, like, "Oh, sweet." Right. Um, and and then that, jumping in still didn't work for you either. That did that didn't go well either. So no, no, not at all. Actually, I got a decent start, and I was uh, in fifth, and then yeah, just a little tangle with someone. Right. And, um, that that ended the night. Okay, thanks for picking up. I appreciate the update for our listeners. See you, buddy. Thank you. No problem. Right, yeah. See ya. So, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh he he break, broke his brake pedal and felt like his arm was hurt. Stopped at the Asterix truck. They took his transponder off, got his arm checked out, fixed the bike, came back in. They He asked Thule right before the card went up, hey, am I good to go? Thule said, yeah, you are. <laughs> they put the transponder back on, and he went back out. Hashtag never change, AMA. Hashtag never change. So, yeah, that was it. That one. And then he tangled with another rider. He said and that was it. But he officially got DQ'd. Yes. So, all right. It's all that for nothing. Wouldn't yeah. even have counted no matter what he did. Yeah, wouldn't even mattered, right? Oh. Oh. Uh, and like you said, JT, too, like him and Baggett came together, and yeah. So, oh, boy. Exciting night for Zach Osborne. All right. Um, well, Roxon was good. Breaking news. God, he was good, Weege. Yeah. Uh, this is – okay, I knew we all said he's not going to win six in a row after St. Louis. The field is too deep. But the whoops were just a bit too much last week. But, man, to win three in a triple crown, which you have not seen done in the 450 class, to get second last week to – Really dominate St. Louis. It wasn't even close. Uh, this is quite a run. It's not six in a row. We said he wouldn't win six in a row, and he's not going to because he didn't win last week. But yeah. when you're hot, you're hot. And by the way, how easy is he making it look? Jeez, man. Well, that first one was pretty impressive, JT, because Tomac caught him a little bit and got alongside of him, and Kenny withstood it. That's a really hard thing to do. We all saw Eli Speed last week. Kenny pulled back out. and uh, So that first one was a real statement to me, JT. Yeah, I think that's what set him up for the rest of the night uh, mentally because over the last few years, it seems like if, if Eli gets to Kenny, he's able to dispose of Kenny. And the the upper, the upper races where Kenny doesn't really have Eli anywhere near him, he's able to stay in front of him. But it just seems like in a heads-up, one-on-one situation, Eli's gotten the best of Kenny for a very long time. So for Kenny to be able to withstand it and then get a gap and then win, I think it just gave him the confidence to – not worry about him the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Even if, you know, Eli was in second, he's like, ah, I, right. I know where he's fast, where he's not. I, I'm good, you know, and uh, that's going to be a week-to-week thing. Obviously, he couldn't do that at Anaheim too. He definitely could at Glendale, but I really believe this is going to be a week-to-week series. I still think we're going to see Cooper Webb make an appearance here on, you know, he's going to need a track where the whoops aren't so critical. And for the last two races, we have not seen that. The, the whoops have been really, really important to the results. And, uh, I mean, Cooper Webb got passed repeatedly in the whoops last night. So I do think we'll see him come. But I think, you know, this was a great night for Kenny. He's obviously won two out of three. But I, I still think it's going to be we're going to see a, a different racetrack affect the results. And uh, it's not going to just be the Ken Roxon show every weekend. That I don't see that happening. I'd love to see. Eli never got another start to get up to Kenny. Kenny got the starts. JT, remember what I was saying about the Honda guys being confident? Mm-hmm. You did, yeah. Well, one of them anyways. It worked out for mm-hmm. one of them. Kenny said Brayton was just too old to get a good start. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Weege, uh, do you want to comment on that? 
We will be fine. Okay, we all right. We'll remember that. I like your theory. Honda's giving Roxon more horsepower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. yeah I tried yeah. to get that going. Uh, yeah, as a man friend, I'm very upset. Right. So screwing my guy. I yeah. said to Brighton, do you feel, Brighton, like Honda's giving Kenny more power to do better? <laughs> and uh, Brighton didn't, he, didn't take he that. He shut that one down yeah, as he quickly did. as he possibly He could. did, but that, that was my TMZ coming out. Um, Bro, do you, you know that there's fans out there that believe that stuff, though. Probably, right? Jeez, no, no, I've yeah. heard really? people that should be smart thinking like, oh, Sealy never had Roxon's bike, right? Or Savachi never had Tomac stuff, You didn't right? really hear that from people. Oh, no, I, dude, people that worked with us at Racer X, you should know better. And they just thought like, oh, well, I just assumed, like, I, I never heard either way because I think everybody just knows, right? You no. Know, like, what? All those years at Yamaha, Reed had the extra power and Timmy and DV had governors in their motors. God, oh, why, really? did, why didn't I find that out when I was building their exact <laughs> motor? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so uh, Kenny got the starts. Eli didn't in those next two. Would have loved to see JT, Eli, uh, get up there again uh, and challenge Kenny because that would have been awesome to see at all three races because they, mm-hmm. they were the class, those two, over everybody. Yeah. Um, but it didn't happen, and the starts are part of the race, and, and Kenny got him and Eli didn't. But, yeah, real good rides by both guys. Yeah, I, you know, as much as Kenny dominated, um, I think there's something to be said for Eli's having a pretty positive January. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not gone well the last few years in January. So if you're looking for a silver lining, you know, obviously you didn't, you know, you you look at the night and you're like, man, Kenny, Kenny kind of dominated us if you're a team Tomac. But then you look at it and say, okay, well, where have we been leaving round four every year? We've been in a deep, dark hole just questioning our entire existence well this year what is he 10 points down so the gap is something like that eight um, I believe it's eight. Oh, eight. okay yeah so it's it's fine like you're, you've got to be happy with that you've comparatively you've got to be happy because if it's if it plays like every other year yeah. you know you're going to get on a run and you're going to win a lot of races so i think if they have to choose they'll take exactly where they're at versus every other year they've been in so far yeah yeah, Weege, it was uh, – those guys were good. Yeah, they did pull away from AC a little bit in the first one, and yep. I agree with you. When Tomac got to Roxham, we've seen that before. I really thought he was going to get him. It wasn't a track where there was – it wasn't like last week where it was obvious where. They did play a little cat and mouse in the yeah. sand where Kenny was going outside and switched inside. I like this I track mean, again, by the way. This is another good track. It was. I, I did yeah, like it, yeah. but when Tomac got to him, it wasn't glaring of right. where's the spot. You know, at St. Louis, you had that quad out. Uh, over the table or the whoops last week. I'm like, this is going to be difficult. But I did think, okay, he's caught him. We've seen him dispose of Kenny before. Uh-huh. Uh, so I agree. But otherwise, yeah, they were good. And because of the starts, maybe Tomek didn't have a shot. But right now, they're definitely 1A, 1B. I don't think – who's the fastest guy in the whoops, JT? Uh, Pure raw speed. Not not consistently. Not Of, of every, every track or this weekend? No, no, this weekend. Glendale. I don't think there was anybody that really stood out. They were all pretty – like they were, Tomac, Roxon, uh, Baggett, they were all pretty solid. Mookie had a few really good runs through there. But okay. there wasn't anybody that was just over the top better I, because I, they were they were pretty nasty. Like they right. were not not ones – and, and a part of that I should add, a part of that was the turn was so tight you really couldn't build up a lot of speed. Yeah. I think that Roxon made the least amount of mistakes in those whoops that I saw. Even Tomac, yeah, even Tomac got a little buck wild and – AC did, obviously. I think pure raw speed. I saw Mookie blaze through them. I saw Adam kill him a few times. Uh, but I think Kenny 
really made the least amount of mistakes in there every every lap. Like um, yeah, it was he was good. Yeah, the key to those whoops were you needed to get speed out of the corner, which was difficult because the corner was kind of janky, and you needed you needed to make sure that you hit every single whoop. Anyway, uh, now the key to those were just you need to make sure that you your front wheel catches every single one. Mm-hmm. And that sounds really easy and really simple and basic, but it's not. When you have whoops that are high, low, really uneven, and that makes it very easy to miss a whoop. And when you see big crashes, like Malcolm had one in the second main event, Chris Bloss had one in the third main event, Jerry Robin had one in the third main event. It's generally that. You get going in, your front wheel misses one, it drops into the hole just past that, then the rear end kicks, and then off you go. Um, so Kenny did a great job of making sure that he got his speed mm. up, but he also was right across the tops of him and didn't miss any. Um, Adam was probably the third best rider. Anderson got third. Coop got fourth, and we'll talk about him in a second. But Adam was probably the third best rider. Uh, went down in the second one. Couldn't get back around. Coop was pretty frustrated with that. Coop was playing some really nice defensive moves on him. And uh, what was he in the third one when he went down? Was he like fourth? Is he fourth he or fifth? He just passed Coop again. It was almost a carbon copy. Yeah. In the second race, he passes Coop, washes down. in the turn after the whoops. Third one passes Coop, eats it in the whoops yeah. the next lap. Right. So, yeah. but what, what I think of fourth, was he fourth uh, place in that one? Uh, Anderson was ahead of him for sure. Anyways, I think he was third overall. The point was, Adam was third overall, I think, yeah. until his crash. So, um, he'll be all right. I asked him about it. He said that uh, he needs an ice bath and a bunch of Advil. He'll be fine. So, that that's all right. JT, why do you think – now? him and I have been going back and forth a little bit on this. He says he had the fastest segment time in the rhythm after the sand. So sand, left, right, that first rhythm. Yeah. Because he was tripling in on the right. Yeah. I said, I don't care about that segment I didn't time. Like it. Oh, I said, listen, I don't care about that segment time, Adam, because that was your slower rhythm in that lane. Yeah, I didn't, and like, he said, I didn't like it. He said, no, it wasn't, and it was fun. You so, know, they, they have, uh, between Dartfish and Lipro, they have so much data to back up whatever they're saying. Regardless, though, I didn't really like it. Uh, yeah. I didn't like the way it looked on paper. I didn't really see any upside to it. And then the most critical part to me was at the very end, he was, like, kind of doubling super slow into that corner. I don't know. I just – or actually, he would single into that corner. It just didn't look like it was really working yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's whatever you feel more comfortable, I guess, doing, but I didn't see – a real big upside. It didn't seem like the the main line, which would have been on the left, was all that right. difficult. So, well, maybe Baggett was the third best guy. I don't know. Baggett was pretty good. Garbage luck. Osborne's luck was worse, but not much worse than Baggett's. Um, and Anderson ended up getting third, so good for Anderson. By the way, we should also point out in that third main, what are we calling these things? Mains. That's ridiculous. Weege, didn't you ban me from saying my name on the show? Uh, yeah, you cannot. This is uh, somewhat of a race wreck's property. So, no. The Pulpamax name for these events, it's out. Can't be said. No. I'm going to say it a lot on Monday night, though. That's fine. Okay. You're unsanctioned. You're known as a time bomb. <laughs> um, the, the third main before the restart, oh, what, Eli was like 10th? Kenny was 8th? I don't know if they would have came through the pack. That could have been really interesting. Anderson was the overall winner. Uh, what, how did that? How long did that thing go? Three minutes? Four minutes? Probably. Seemed pretty long. It did, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So Much more so than a normal red flag. So three to four minutes in, Anderson was the overall leader, or overall winner. So that would have been interesting. They got they both got a bit of a break there with that with that with Zombie Blows going down. True. Z- Zombie Blows did rise eventually. He's he's banged up though, it sounds like. He's not gonna do so well. So um anyways. Um so I don't know. The third best rider, I just threw it between three guys. So I don't know, JT. I, I I'm confused, but Adam Black Baggett or Anderson. Yeah, I would I would say probably Anderson because he was able to stay out of trouble. You know, the other guys had Big crashes, whether the, it's their fault or not, you know, staying out of trouble is, is part of the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the thing about AC. Like, he's been great at the practice times times again, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's, it, it's, was, it just gives you more respect for Marty. That's what it does. <laughs> well, who was fastest in the untimed session, though? Oh, he was. I thought you said Brayton was. AC was. No, AC was. Oh, you just tweeted me prematurely? No, what did I say? At one point, you tweeted Justin Brayton is fastest in free practice. Oh, at Jason well, Mike. just just in the yeah, at early, one point, yeah, early on oh, or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, so I didn't realize because free practice times you can't look them up. So there it is. So he yeah. he's still undefeated besides one Marty attack. Yes. Um, but look, going into the season, we were not quite as high on Adam's chances of say winning the title as some of these fans, and it's for the exact reason. Mm-hmm. Like he fell on the last lap of St. Louis. He pretty much crashed down Anaheim one. He crashed in two of the three races here. Um, I mean, that's okay. That it's just being a, it's just a rookie thing. Like he's riding awesome, but those little things usually happen to first year riders. That's that's the whole thing. He's riding awesome, but there's that last percent. Does he still win a race this year? Yes. Yeah. I okay. So. Okay. Yeah. We all said that after Anaheim, but yeah, we're we're staying on that. We're sticking on that. Yep. All right. Um, yeah, Anderson got third. Good job for him. He led the last one for a little bit. Um, Webb. You know, I give Webb a lot of credit. Like, look, he was garbage in the whoops, relatively speaking. Um, I saw him after the race. I said, hey, Coop, you want to talk? He's like, ah, like he sighed. Like he, and I said, no problem, dude. I, no, you know, it was a tough night for you. And then he's like, no. He goes, I got I to gotta do this kind of stuff even when it's not good. Nice. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I just, I gave him credit for that. Like that, that's cool. Because I think all, he, look, he wasn't good in the whoops. He no. was terrible. I talked to one of the KTM guys. They told me Baggett, theoretically, Baggett should be worse in the whoops. Because I said, look, uh, Wilson and Zacho and Anderson are over there on the same bike. Hashtag Husqvarna. Hashtag YKTM. Um. And Baggett are all great in the whoops. And if you want to use height, because Coop's shorter, you can use Baggett on a KTM as an example. Baggett's pretty good through the whoops. A lot of times he's really good. And this KTM guy told me Baggett should be worse in the whoops, theoretically, based on his linkage choice. I'm like, well, I don't know, bro. And and they agree. They weren't, you know, this this person was like, yeah, yeah exactly. So, but it wasn't good. And yeah, um, I mean, what like James Stewart and Chad Reed are not six two. You know, no, like no, no, I know, but I'm saying like literally same size, same bike, literally like there we go. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you want to, yeah, I, I mean, it's so much of that is, is technique and confidence and I mean, yeah. there's, there's so much more to it, you know? Um, but anyways, having said all that and Coop being pissed and all of that fourth overall, like he, you know, if you add up the individual, he's way back, but they don't do that, right? They just add up the Olympic style story and give you the main event points as they would normally. So, 
Fourth overall for Coop is almost a win, JT, for how bad he was in the whoops. Starts and starts and smarts got him that spot. Yeah, and he's just going to have to manage a few of these. You know, luckily for him, I don't think there are a ton of these left. Arlington could be one. Uh, San Diego has the potential to be one. But the the races where you just know the whoops are going to be brutally difficult for him, uh, we're slowly clicking those off. And if he can manage and stay around the podium and stay relatively close, I do think he's going to have opportunities to find wins. Uh, the one thing I think he's he's got to do, which he's not doing, is find those those hole shots that he was getting last year because he really hasn't done that yet this year consistently. He's been okay. It hasn't been terrible. Mm-hmm. But last year he was putting himself at the front, and I mean the very front. He had seven hole shots out of 23, uh, including all the Triple Crown events. So that's one key element that, you know, say a race where the whoops are difficult – if he starts fifth, maybe he ends up fifth or sixth, right? Just because he's kind of going backwards and going forwards, passing and getting past in the whoops. If he hole shots, maybe he ends up third. So mm-hmm. leaving leaving those five to six points on the table at a time could prove critical, you know, once we come down to April and May. We I got to tell you, you weren't there. Um, it was ugly at times, those whoops, man. For Webb? Or yeah, just for Webb. Web. No, for Webb. Web. Oh yeah, it, it looked it looked brutal on TV. I mean, the yeah. amount of time I, I don't know which main. I think the second one maybe was the one that stuck out even worse. Um, well, he had a bad start in the first one, so you didn't actually see him. Um, but his second one it was bad, and uh, the only thing worse is uh, you know he's buddies with Phil, and for Phil to see his buddy go eight five four for fourth overall. I mean, mm-hmm. that just killed Phil because what would Phil's like? That would have been a ninth for me. Yeah, yeah. That would have been a ninth. <laughs> Eight, five, four for fourth. WTF. <laughs> I cannot believe he got fourth. Like, I cannot yeah, figure yeah. out what freaking math on this planet. I mean, I guess everybody had one garbage race like Baggett did, for example, right? Yeah, Mookie did too. Yeah. yeah mo- most guys had one that was really difficult. Yeah, it's unbelievable. The Triple Crown format, that is an, un, uh, an unheralded impact that this event has for example in a normal race cian cerullo has crashed out but instead he ended up i believe eighth right yeah eighth overall uh yeah you get a lot of just different scenarios uh because of being able to average out uh the finishes i mean that really saves adam that was it could have been what a disastrous night but Mm -hmm. he still gets eighth which isn't that bad and for Webb, it goes the opposite direction it's really weird how it allows you to limit damage if you do some things right JT, you said on Thursday on the Moto 60 show that uh, it was a big weekend for Barsha. So, uh, six, eight, seven, fifth overall. Yeah, and I, I think this is going to be what we see from Barsha moving forward. Um, I, I really took a hard look at the lineup right now, and on a weekend, week out average, what you you know we see what we expect type thing. I think Kenny's better than Barsha. I think Eli is better than Barsha. I think Jason Anderson is riding a little bit better than Barsha. I think Cooper Webb will prove out to be better than Barsha. That's four. And on a raw speed wise, I think AC has proven that he's better than Barsha. So that's five guys that Barsha's got to beat every week. And, and you could make, I think you could make a very strong case that those guys, you would probably pick them to beat Barsha on a random weekend. So. I think you're going to see more of six, seven, eight type results as we move forward. Yes, he'll probably have, he'll throw a, a second or a third or a fourth in there 
every once in a while. But I, I just think he's going to drop into that, you know, let's say four to eight range on a, on a weekly basis. And I just think that's where he's at. And that's not terrible. But I think if you were expecting him to hold on to the red plate, you know, he's, he's still right there in points. I get it. But I think you're going to see that average start to drop down a bit. Your guy, uh, Weege, really didn't get good starts. Just had to work. Just had to fight his way out from the pack. A lot of work for Justin Brighton. A lot of grinding. Well, yeah, I mean Honda's, you know, not giving him the good stuff. Come on, man. <laughs> right, right. Time to start blaming the team. Yeah, I know that we all have high hopes. These triple crowns. Uh, Brighton always does well, and a lot of it's because of the starts. But uh, they just weren't there this time. However, I have to say, this overall speed and who he's able to to pass if he does get a bad start. Yeah, I know in the. The press conference at the beginning of the season, he said, I honestly feel like I haven't peaked or I haven't reached my full potential yet. And, hey, every rider says that at the beginning of every season, right? But, honestly, the way these races have played out, I, I maybe the beginning of uh, what I think was at 2013, 2014, when he almost beat RV once at uh, Phoenix. Besides mm-hmm. that, isn't this about as good as Brayton has ever been? Like, it actually seems true. Hmm. What do you think? Uh, no? No. The best he's ever been? Yeah. I don't think so. I think the year he almost won Glendale. Or at that yeah, that's, back at uh, yeah, that, ballpark. That, that beginning of uh the beginning of that season. JGR. JGR. Yeah. The other year, twelve, he was up there a lot on the Honda, but this that field was late was in the season. Yeah, that was late in the season. Yeah, the field was decimated as far as injuries are concerned. But I'm saying like I mean, he's able to come through and, and still be sixth to eighth place guy in this field. I feel like it's that's about where he's always been, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's maybe a little deeper than usual. So, right, I, I, I feel yeah. I was a little down on the final main event when he he could not catch or do anything with Plessinger like at all. Like he just had nothing. Plessinger actually okay. stretched yeah. it out a little bit. Um, so maybe I'm maybe I'm just a little down on him from that ride. I, I thought yeah. he would be able to catch up and go past him, and he he just couldn't. He actually lost time. Yeah, and second one, he did that. He got him. Right. Um, That's weird. Weege, which guy hated Triple Crowns more in my post-race interviews, uh, Mookie or Dino? Jeez. Neither guy was stoked. Yeah, I think Dino was maybe the top uh, <laughs> there. Mookie, uh, I, it seems to me like Mookie, this is a real strategy to try to just make it through the darn season. And a couple of times now we've heard him say, I didn't want to send it tonight. You know, it was yeah. beat up in St. Louis or – yeah, I could have probably gone faster in these whoops, but it's a triple crown. I just want to get out safe. He hasn't raced a lot of 450 races in general due to injuries or not having a team. I think he's really got a goal here of don't mess mm-hmm. it up like last year. Yeah. So maybe we don't get as quite as much Mookie right. fever. And then you go into it. If that's your strategy and then you go into a triple crown, you're going to be even doubly cautious. Mm-hmm. And I think he was. Brayton was good in the whoops, JT, by the way. Breaking news. Uh, ate up a lot of guys in the whoops. Justin Brayton. Yeah, he's so. solid. Yep. He's solid. Um so I was talking to Genova afterwards, and he's after we talked about my hot tub. That those are that that stuff is still going on right now. Um, JT, I told Nick over there, the mechanic, your strategy to get one. Oh, you know, the uh, BS BS yeah, spas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, "I like that. That's aggressive. I like that." <laughs> so you know, we got we we. Hey, you got to you got to show these guys you aren't messing around. Yeah, we. I'm trying to get this hot tub right. I, we. You, you know all about this, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So. JT's like, you know what you need to do? You just start calling them bullshit spas. 
And I'm like, oh, that, yeah. So they give you one. Yeah, so they just give me one, right, eventually. Because I'm not wow. getting uh, That's a little aggressive. But um, but anyway, so there's more hot tub. Stay tuned for Pulp Mech Show for more hot tub updates. Uh, okay. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. There's breaking news with that, sort of. Anyways, after we finished that, Genova said, I, I want to give you some shit. And I said, all right, like, let, let me have it. And he goes, still think Marty would be better than Hill? And I'm like, okay. I, you know, I was on record many times. Um, Hill has 46 points, and Marty is 31. We we got our clutch figure, figured out. We got a start. We got that damn red flag on us when we were in second. Um, so, you know, tough breaks for, for our Ecuadorian friend there this weekend. But, but hold on. Hold on a oh, second. Okay. What? Who do, who, do you, who do you feel – better about with the ceiling though who's more exciting who's going to get you more more publicity well this is i'm putting this to you guys so where are you Uh, at i'm in i'm marty i'm team marty i'll take marty because the excite i mean he was trying to pass cooper webb in the last minute and he almost passed (laughs) in the last corner but he'll i mean we've seen he'll get on the board he's all right i mean but (laughs) i haven't no he'll has been better than i think most of us would have thought but, I, I agree mean, yes 11 11 11 at the first two rounds wasn't like he was you know vying for wins or anything well he's 15 up on uh i on, get it on the ecuadorian i'll take i'll take what i've seen from marty as far as what potential is there Weege, is it not odd that this is how we're discussing hill so Hill is the solid, consistent. <laughs> Hill is the rock. You got to stack points. <laughs> Hill is right, the that's rock. That's the guy. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> He's the point stacker, yeah. Mr. Consistency guy. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, Hill we know has speed, um, but I've seen him in a lot of these situations where he, he's in 11th, and I'm like, he's on my fantasy team. I need him to run somebody down. Uh, maybe it's Freeze or somebody like that. Got a big gap on him, and he doesn't close up as much. I just haven't seen it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's the same deal as with Mookie where they've got a really conscious decision of like, come on guys, don't get hurt. Yeah. But the ceiling for Marty has been better and I do feel, look, unless you're winning the title, yeah. then consistency is awesome. But I don't think it really matters so much for everybody else. Hashtag like, J- for the gusto. Hashtag yeah. JG. Hashtag Dino on Chad's team. Hashtag we can work with speed. Yeah. Hashtag yeah, wild look, horses. Okay. Wild horses or whatever you two idiots were saying. Like, we did love Dean back in the two two days. God, Dean was awesome. Oh, Dean. Um, um how'd that work out though? Yeah. Well, uh, listen, uh, Hill's been better though than all three of us thought. Yep. JT, you admitted yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, yeah. no problem. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't have a problem with Justin Hill. Right, I just right. if you if you're offering me Marty, I'm buying. <laughs> I'm buying. Uh, he was. Well, I think at least you could say it's not the difference between them is not so stark. Where I would be like, hey, what do you think now? Like. Yeah. I don't think you can go there. I think it's flip a coin or what's your style, but not one clearly better than the other. I need to pull Brian Johnson, who's Marty. He's the Marty whisperer, right? Yep. Um, I need to pull Brian aside or Marty aside because I don't like what I see over that Team Tedder truck when I go by there. I don't like it. Like the color of the bikes? No. What do you mean? There's, Dude, there's loud music blaring. There's 800 people under the tent. Yeah, it's Monster. They're an official Monster team. What'd you expect? C- c- can Marty concentrate? Can he focus? What's he like? Is this bothering him? <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. I'm just saying. Like, I'm like. I think if there's a concentration thing, it's while he's on the track, not off. Well, but maybe he's. <laughs> this is all affecting him on the track. Maybe this is causing him to lose the front end. Well, do you th- was there a lot of partying going on at Mitch's truck? No, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't think you're on to anything then. Okay. 
I'm just saying, like they need to they need to tone it down over there. Seriously, back it down. We're not at a rave. Hey, they are into electric electricity. It's a, <laughs> an electric atmosphere they got going on over there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. Uh. Get well soon, zombie blows. Sounds like he'll be out for a while. A Ray won the LCQ. Uh. Bogle JT. Uh. Concussion, obviously, but is he everything else all right? Uh, as far as I know, I know they he went to go just get checked out. Uh, after the race, but I did not hear of any injuries other than, yeah, just a uh, head injury. You know, unfortunate, JT, because he was looking frisky for the first time all year. Yeah, it's been a rough, rough season and obviously didn't get any better. Um, but yeah, I mean, just a, just a bummer. Hopefully, you, you never want to rush anybody back if they were knocked out, but um, hopefully he can right. recover quickly and passes the concussion protocol and get back out there. Um, Jerry? Jerry, thanks to Josh Cartwright. Oh, by the way, Uh-oh. once again, once again, the LCQs, terrific. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Fel, for not showing those. Um, Josh Cartwright throws this thing away, and Jerry gets into the main event. The, the, the Cartwright crash. I mean, I don't even know how that's – Well, like what? it was an OJ. It was an OJ and fall off the back. It's unbelievable. Yeah, cart like, wrong. I know it's not like these bikes are. They're not going twenty percent throttle. Cart like wrong. 80. Cart wrong. As JT just said. <laughs> oh, cart wrong. <laughs> that was that was unbelievable. He was so I tired. Mean, he was second he looking. That thing. I, he he looked tired. He looked exhausted. I don't know if he was freaking out because he was where he was. I don't know if he thought about a four. He's like, I'm in my first ever 450 main event. Ah, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was a good or a bad thing for Jerry to qualify, though, because he crashed a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we're just getting our feet wet. We're just, you know, we're getting ready for the East Coast. But um, I never heard of this. It would have been better for the guy to not make the main because it just led to too many crashes. Just on a safety, safety yes. thing, yeah. I mean, Jerry's going to Jerry. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you pulp uh, fantasy experts help me out here? Yeah. So obviously you go in after the LCQs yeah. of these triple crowns. Well, not everybody did. We we, but yeah, yeah. Basically, okay. I mean, I had my, I literally had an alarm set on my on my phone to make sure I didn't mess this up. Okay. Uh, Jerry has a thirteen handicap. I put him on the team because I'm like he literally cannot. He literally cannot score double points, right? Cannot, cannot, works, right? Yeah, he can't score. Cannot, cannot, not. Can't yes, not. he will score double yes. points no matter yes. what. I don't know how often that situation happens. That's gold. Yeah, and guaranteed. Well, he's in the main. Guaranteed. Before these jerk offs, before these jerk offs on the handicap committee uh, decided to tighten them up a little bit, it happened quite a bit, you know. But yeah. Well, and we had there were lots of possibilities this weekend. Just none of those jerkies qualified. Koga tossed it away. Cartwright tossed it away. There, there was a bunch of guys that could have gotten in there if they don't. They, you know, Koga hasn't. I don't by, think Koga's ridden his bike yet without crashing. By the way, if you if you get to the stadium early. And you watch practice and keep watch Koga. Everyone watch Koga. This is just gonna. I'm just gonna. Your free advice because he's exciting. It's entertaining. He comes up short and still decides to jump jumps. He he goes long. He goes short. He cartwheels. <laughs> he does everything. He dive bombs a guy this weekend that he had no chance of making the pass. Like like what are you doing there? What why are you thinking you could do that? But anyways, so Koga's exciting. Um. Okay. Uh, once again, Weege, a plea from us to Fell to put the LCQs in the in the night show. Once again. Yeah, it was great. Cunningham, um, unbelievable in the whoops. I mean, Cooper Webb had him covered for sure. <laughs> <It> was... 
So, like, Cunningham passes everybody, then gets passed back, then yeah. passes them back, and then gets passed back. And then finally, I think Cartwright took him down. Yeah. Uh, even looked over to ensure he would get into the main, then throws it away. Come on. And you get Chad Reed as a nice bonus. In yeah. Two now. Yeah, and A-Ray just about died. I don't know if they showed that oh, or not. But I, I oh, good oh, God. <laughs> he almost did a Cartwright because he was he was out of hand when he got to the face of the triple. Like So... So A-Ray comes over to the semi, and I just happen to be standing outside, and he walks by, and he goes, hey, did I almost kill Chad when I did that? And I'm like, no, you almost killed yourself. <laughs> like, what, just worry about you. Don't yeah. worry about what you're doing to other people because you almost died. <laughs> wow. He uh, he hits me up every – I don't know what's going on with his team, but he hits me up almost every weekend. Hey, bro, can I, I, I need some food. What can I, what can I eat? <laughs> what? <laughs> I always send him over to Schmack Schmeffens. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of food. That's a good place for him. I said, go over and see Schmack Schmeffens. He'll help you out, even though you don't wear that particular gear. So, um, Okay, uh, anything else on 450s? Glendale, Triple Crown. Title favorites? Title picks? No, nah, I'm sticking with Neilai Tomac. Yeah, I'm going to stay with him, too. There's a lot wow, of people. Wait, hold on. Kenny, what do you mean? Kenny's growing on him. It was Cooper Webb after Anaheim for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I... I, I I could be swayed towards Webb, but I, I really like I like the way that Eli's approaching this thing. He's not tossing him away. That's been the thing. Like he just he just throws races away in the past. And I I honestly think if they let him stick around and he's you know five eight points out of the lead or even mm-hmm. in the lead, but by halfway, these guys are in big trouble. Marty's sixty one down. By the way, if you're counting, mm, I wasn't. Genova is. <laughs> okay. do, do I do I make a side bet with Genova for Marty Hill? Points? I don't, I don't like I don't like Marty on a consistency level. Well, Justin Hill though again is Justin Hill the Rock? <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty solid right now. <laughs> Mike Larocco slash Justin Hill. Pick him out, people. <laughs> um, I need to make a side bet with Genova because you know he'll do it and you know it'll be good. Like I'll give him. He'll give me odds because he's you know he's already ahead. So, not if I keep calling them bullshit spas, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what Chad would do. One hundred percent. He would oh. take to Twitter immediately. Uh, all right. Anything else for the wise? Thank you, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out at your local dealer. Uh, Zach Osborne, Blake Baggett, uh, Carson Brown, um, you name it, flyracing.com has got you covered. Thanks to those guys. The Formula Helmet is, is an amazing uh, helmet. I absolutely love it. It's been great. And uh, so please check them out. Thanks to Fly Racing for everything they do. Also, thanks to Max's Tires, A-Rays, MXSTs, hooking up out there uh, strongly. And uh, so thanks to those guys. Also, I want to thank the folks at Renthal, the Fat Bar 36 on Kenny Roxon's bike. Uh, check it out. It's brand new from those guys, and you know it's good, and you know it's been developed. So thanks to those guys. And Racetech, of course, Racetech.com. Pulp19 is the code to save with those guys. Motor work, suspension work, they'll dial you in. Uh, give your bike some love. Uh, take it over to Racetech. And, of course, Alias CBD as well. Alias Racer X code to save 20% on AliasCBD.com. We mentioned Christian Craig. Using CBD uh, and their their pain bomb uh, last week. Well, he's still using it. He's still on it right now. So nothing's changed. Um, four three weeks in a row for him. All right, uh, two fifty class from Glendale. Uh, yeah, let's start with Craig. Oh my God! Like Forkner using him as a pinball going off last week. Now he grabs too much front brake and just eats it. Boxer fracture for him out for the next two uh, West rounds. Uh, Jesus, JT. This this thing 
for Christian Craig. Yeah, it's it's come off the rails here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. What's the what's the Lebowski? Um, what's the Lebowski uh, the quote? Plane is crashing oh, the, the, the mountain. The plane is crashing to the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not gone well. Um, I've never seen someone who can ride so well have things go so poorly consistently. Marty. Uh, maybe. But Christian's making a damn. I mean, you look at Christian's results so far: three, seven, three twenty, twenty-two, seventeen. Mm, I think yeah. four rounds in. Can you imagine? I the mean, P, can you imagine a PR guy? <laughs> it's been rough, from what I've heard. <laughs> from what you heard, what I've heard. From what I've heard, it's been very hard to find. Uh, could you imagine how? Positive. Can you imagine how pissed off Jagger is? <laughs> is Jagger the replacement guy? What was your tweet, Steve? Can you repeat? Can you uh, repeat your tweet? It actually made me laugh out loud. It made me laugh out loud. I got some like, heat what? for that. I got heat for that from people on Twitter. Uh, not everybody, okay. but the the politically right. correct. Yeah, I guess you're not supposed to make that a joke, but I wasn't comparing Christian Craig to Adolf Hitler. I wasn't comparing them. <laughs> I was comparing their situations. You know, so all you jackasses that are like saying, oh, "How you? How you dare you compare Christian Craig to Adolf? I, what?" Their situations, and it was a joke, were terrible. That's all. All right. So, um, anyways, yeah. So your, your tweet was worst three weeks here: Christian Craig or Hitler in late nineteen forty-five. And all I did, yeah. uh, it made me laugh. Okay, it was aggressive. It, it, it was aggressive. It was aggressive. It was aggressive. <laughs> I, I, for me, like to say that, you know, you know that I, it was aggressive for me to admit that. Uh, but I've been watching this uh, Netflix World War II thing. It's phenomenal, by the way, if anybody wants to watch it. World War II in color or something. It's, it's amazing. And so then I just, off the top of my head, I knew it was 1945. But then people are like, he actually, uh, Hitler actually died in April of 45. So, you know, the late the last three months, like, shut up. Oh, God. Yeah, like, shut up. Like, uh, Thanks for the history lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So it's on Twitter. Anyways, um. Fill and ride. They were looking. They were talking fill and rides last last night. I threw out Michael Lieb. I don't know. You can't take a you can't take Clout or Freckle. They got a team, so stop it, everybody. Um, right? He could even make his own gear. He could bring his own gear to the table. <laughs> yeah. Make it easy on everybody. Right? Right? Yeah. You don't need a gear budget. Um, what about Jace Owen or Peters? Uh, they got a team too, so I don't know. But they need a rider. We each. The, does the PR guy? Did, have you talked to him? Uh, PR guy is um, currently communicating with the team so i've heard uh to figure out what to when the pr guy writes the press release will it just say craig is out or is there more <laughs> okay all right okay uh yeah. i mean jt you, you can't, can't owen yeah. and kp are racing arena cross bro i know I, I don't know i don't I, and, and who would do it for two rounds it's literally two rounds and then you're out so oh go through the pits dude they would fight each other no no no. i'm you saying like just and, hold no, literally no, a knife fight no <laughs> no i know but i'm saying like anybody who has a ride or has a team for two rounds, they're not leaving their deal. So you have to go privateer. You have to go leave or Daniel yeah. Blair. Daniel Blair. I mean, he filled in for him himself. Yeah. Oh, okay. Daniel Blair. Okay, that'd be what good. What about K Dub? Watson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kenny Watson. <laughs> um, I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, I have no idea. So. Okay. I don't know. The PR team, the PR team will let everyone know. All right. Um, so Forkner wins. Ferrandez, oh, by the way, uh, Ferrandez told me after the race that uh, none of the fans he encountered all weekend long said anything to him negative. Shocker. All you tough guys out there. Shocker. 
Um, and there and was it, a, there were a few boo- boos at Glendale though. Oh, I didn't hear any. I was going to say there I didn't hear few, any oh, boos. There were a few. You, I was sitting outside. Ah, uh, okay. So there were boos. Yeah, I mean, okay. you're in press box, so it's yep, a little yep. muffled. It, it wasn't overwhelming by any means. I did hear a few though. Okay. Um, and then and then so the team has pulled him from all autograph signings. So he said, "Good job, everybody." The team has pulled me from all autograph signings. Oh, that's why he he yeah uh, he wasn't at the open house on Friday night. I right. did notice that. Right. Yeah. So, um, breaking news. Oh, likely no replacement for these two races. Okay. Yeah, too hard to to make that happen. I mean, what about Michael Lieb? Are you a believer? I don't know. He's been fast, dude. He has. He's been good, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It's like it's if the last five years when I'm not racing or whatever, it never happened. He's just right back to the level he was. <laughs> he's, he's pretty much like a like a 10 to 12 guy, right? Yeah. 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 Um. All right. So, Ferrandez gets the starts. Does he beat Forkner? Or is this Austin? I mean, Austin did look like he checked up a little bit in that last one. I would say. But maybe not. Maybe, maybe Ferrandez pulled away. Just being better but i don't know i think it would have been good i don't think you can make that just just call you know they were both right. really really good it would have been a good race i think I, I don't even think i don't think it's even fair to ask that question because that is literally especially with these two guys who are at the polar opposites ferrandis the starts have just been terrible for years now and Fortner's starts have been great pretty much his whole pro career you can't remove that part of the equation like that's Strengths to weaknesses, you got an extreme strength for Forkner. I mean, the guy was hurt pretty bad last week, it seemed. And then I said on Pulp Show, I'm like, I still think he's going to win the Triple Crown just because of the starts. Yeah. And uh, they came through for him again. He To count on, to have someone you pretty much know is going to start up front three times in one night, that's a hard combination to beat. Well, he's 10 back of Cooper now because Justin had a terrible night, as we know. Yeah. So he's 10 back. Ferrandez is three only. Like, oh, my God. What, what happened? Cooper had this thing. I guess Cooper. Yeah, unbelievable. The 17th already is pretty much, he's right back in it. Right? Fortner. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, not much to say about this class too much, huh, JT? Forkner and Ferrandez, clearly better. Um, good job. Yeah, from I, think, I think Cooper, too. I think the first three yeah. are so far ahead of everyone else. It's Especially with Craig right. exiting the series, right. it's not even close. I mean, they're they're head and shoulders better than everybody without even an, an argument from anyone. You know, we've always been saying, like, those damn electric starts, starters, they don't always work. You need a Kickstarter <laughs> on there. Bike fires right up, right away. We all know Suzuki, that. Suzuki has been the, the, the leader on this. We've, <laughs> we've taken some heat. Yes, yeah. But we have been undeterred. Yeah. And we, right. we believe we, we've held strong with our convictions. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes you just have to stick to your guns and know you're on the right side of history. Well, you certainly – Justin Cooper could have used a Kickstarter. Yep. Um. I didn't realize that was Moseman's first ever podium. I f- remember he came on last year uh, pretty good, late in his. How did he not get a podium at Denver last year? I don't know, bro. I, everyone was yelling about his first podium. Like, really? I thought he got one, but yeah. Hey, did you guys see what the hell did Hart, Hartraff do? Why did he let those guys go past him so easy in the last main event? Um, I did not see that. I don't notice. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I mean, it was. I texted. Somebody, I know Steve was in one of the group texts I texted about this, and I, and I even said, I said, what the hell is Hartraff doing? He literally just pulled over and let uh, both Ferrandis oh. and, and Faulkner oh. go by. I know what he was doing. Yes, I remember. 
he had to slow down to get a tear off off his hand. For both guys? Yeah. He had a tear off stuck on his thumb. Man, that was a really weird situation. <laughs> I think if we're talking about the same thing. Yeah. It was in the third main event. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. He literally didn't even try to try to fight either on the, one of them. On off. the far rhythm lane. Well, I mean, it was like it was not right in a row. They weren't really together. They yeah. were kind of separate. Like, he just didn't. Yeah, he didn't put up a fight at all. He yeah. was in second place, and he was just like, "Yeah, you, you, you guys go but ahead." I think he had a tear off problem. I thought he was trying to like ensure a podium. Like I thought he was doing the math in his head. He's like, "All right, Cooper's out of this thing. I probably can't beat either of these two jerkies, so I'm going to get a fourth here and get a podium." Well, most men kind of you know mm-hmm. screwed that plan up, but it was just really weird. I don't right. know. Um, wow, Freckle seven seven seven, just a rock out there. <laughs> Jackpot. <laughs> Troll train. If he's playing a slot machine, he'd be rolling in cash. Troll train struggled in the whoops. And that's that's using the term struggle lightly. <laughs> um, um it was it was it actually was still an improvement over how the whoops went last week. Right. And did Phil have any it's actually wor- an improvement. Did Phil have any words that, on this topic? Uh, Phil, like I said, I think dry January, Phil, much more positive. He was more bummed over, uh, wait, hold on. Was there a red flag in one of those? Yep. I'm, I'm, wasn't there a start? Yeah. He was more bummed that the, his, one of his good starts got wiped out. Really rooting for his guy, uh, mm. than against. No, I don't know if there was a red flag in 250s. Red flag in oh. 250 practice. There was a two, red flag in 250 practice. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not even what I'm talking about that. No, um. And, oh, and, and by, then, yeah. go ahead. And, and then, uh, the, these are XJGR guys that I'm hanging out with. Um, so any even whoops-related thing, uh, that, that can and will be used uh, against uh, potentially other people in the rider. Okay, so just, <laughs> just, just hold on, everybody. Right, just right, hold right, on. right, right. Okay, yeah. all right, okay, yep. fair enough. Um, JT, how's Bloss, by the way? Benji. He's okay. Hit his head, uh, which was kind of the right. theme of the night for so, whatever reason. What about his Super Bowl result? His Super Bowl. Uh, well, he didn't race, so I don't think he qualified for Okay. What he needed. Um, but maybe maybe his dad feels sorry for him. You know what? I, and that's what I, I called his dad out on Friday night. And I said, you know you're going to go either way. And he's like, do you have any idea how much this is going to cost? And I'm like, well, I know it's going to be expensive. And uh, he hit me with a number that I wasn't expecting. So I don't know. For tickets? or, or for Well, the whole thing. Because Benny the, seems to think he can get tickets through some Chiefs player that, that he knows. Well, the whole thing. The flights, okay. the tickets, the hotels, the whole Okay. Kid and caboodle. Um, I don't know. I, I have a feeling that they're going to end up going. I hope they go because that's pretty awesome. I, and they haven't been there in 50 years, right? The Chiefs have made Super Bowl in 50 years. So we'll see. I have a feeling that now that Benny probably can't ride next weekend either, um, that I bet they go. I don't know that he can't race. I'm just what guessing. Was, with a what was the result he had to get? Was it a top 10? Uh, I was asked to not share that information. Why? I don't know. I'm just telling you what I was asked. He he said, "Is this public or private?" And I said, "Which do you prefer?" And he said, "Private, please." And I said, well, "Okay, okay." If it was anywhere higher than top ten, that that's that's ridiculous in this field. Hey, you you can take that up with Jeff. I'm not Benny. talking to him. Be, I'm, I'm not talking to to, to Bloss's dad. He's gnarly. I don't want. He's even, awesome. He's well, one of the coolest people okay, at the races, he, bar none. If I get in a fight with him, he'll beat me down. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to get in a fight with him. He's he's become one of my closer friends of the race. Okay, well, I'm not, I don't want to get in an argument with him cuz what if he grabs me in some sort of suplex? Well, don't don't piss people off like you're so prone to do. <laughs> Tough for me to do. I know. Um Derek Drake. 
10, 3, 13 for Derek but Drake. But did you watch, and I talked about this in my personal podcast, did you watch him like in those races? The the second one, he was he was going to maybe win the damn race. He was so good. And then in the third one, he was not good at all. Like he just no. had no speed anymore. No. Like, I was like, because he's on my fantasy team, so I'm obviously watching him super closely. And he just has nothing for Wageman or Costello or, you know, uh, Carson Brown or any of these guys. Like nothing, yeah. nothing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Weird race we each for Derek Drake. But. Yeah, and I was in the same situation as JT. I had him on my fantasy team as well. Um, so that second race, I'm like, okay, this is perfect. He's figuring this all out as a rookie at just the nick of time. This is going to be the start of things to come. Mm-hmm. And then the third race was maybe his worst so far this year. At some point, Costello and Brown yard, yanking the starts and riding together and then crashing together, teammates. Last lap. Laying on the ground, yes. Last lap, and then Lieb tried to get them both and – couldn't but couldn't get either one of them right right but yeah, it's like what are you doing good job for brown and and uh, uh costello for yanking those starts though good job yeah um ludovic i don't know who ludovic is i wouldn't recognize him if i ran him over with my ridge line la honda world by the way um, how are you that last in every race how are you how can he's you a, last every single time he's a 10 handicap he had to get 20th or better for double points, and he goes 21, 21, 21. And be- he got beat by guys who only rode one of those main events. Yes. I don't the understand, hell, Ludovic. I don't understand, Ludovic. I was not happy. Why is your not name Ludovic, and why are you doing that? Why are you just riding around, Ludovic? Why? Ludic- Ludicri- I'm changing his name to Ludacris. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Um. That's Paul Mix fantasy talk for this week. Everybody, very, very, I was very frustrated with said gentleman. Yes, yes, I was too. Can he, he wasn't trying even, JT. No, I'm like, dude, you're. it's the first lap and you're 20 seconds behind everybody and you didn't crash. He, he's not even trying, Wygant. Like, that's all. We just Can you just try? You know, that's not fair, man. We're all cheating the system at these triple crowns. You're putting easy money in the table. You're not allowed to complain. You're already beating the system, and now you're complaining that the beaten system is not 100%. He wasn't accurate. guaranteed double points, though. But what I'm saying is the only reason Ludovic is on your team is because you're already cheating because you already knew he made the main event. So, But he was only a 10. It, yeah, I mean, we still needed 10. him to do something. Yeah, and I didn't pick him because 10 seemed a little low <laughs> uh, to me. You're like, I don't trust Ludovic to beat two guys. No, I, I mean, look, the only reason you'd ever go with Jerry in fantasy is literally this one time. He is guaranteed. <laughs> and I still thought there was – I had to ask you guys, is there a chance Jerry could still mess this up? <laughs> Does Jerry get 23rd in a yes. 22-man race? Jerry could get 23rd in a 22-rider field. He could. Right, right, right. But, so but I'm we, saying well, you guys are playing with house money. He, hey, but he's he's hey. made main events this season – a couple times already. Yeah, yeah, like, it's he not has. like he's he just, and, and you know. Listen, Jerry could get 23rd or 24th if Thule keeps letting guys in, like, for no problem. Like, oh, <laughs> if if Thule's just like, yeah, go, hey, can I go? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go on. It's party. Get it's out there. Get out there. Go ride. So, you know, Jerry could get 24th <laughs> if Thule's just doing the ole to guys to go out there. So, um, all right. Um, Killian Arberson. Thoughts? Okay, moving on. Uh, Jacob Hayes. Uh, oh. How did he not qualify top 18? I was surprised by that. I mean, yeah. he crushed those guys in the LCQ. He did. He uh, did. Uh, Jacob Hayes has been good, Weech. Yeah, he really has. And I know we've said this a couple weeks in a row. But uh, 
Yeah, what a difference. I mean, he was on, you know, Rock River's a solid team last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. He's just yeah. another level. He's really good. Gas monkey. I mean, maybe that team's got something figured out. I mean, someone was asking me, is that like a factory level team uh, during our watch party? And I'm like, no, because it's because Hartraft and Hayes. Phil knows better than that. Yeah, Phil. No, was... <laughs> Stupid Phil. <laughs> yeah. See, Phil, it was a dry January for Phil, but not like half a dozen of Phil's buddies. <laughs> that apparently, they're doing all the drinking for him. Um, and Hartraft and Hayes, uh, all these North Carolina guys know them well because they trained here last couple of years. So they all know the guys personally. And it really was a question of which one is going to get a factory ride uh, this year, and it ended up going to Hartraft. So it was like, is uh, is Hayes screwed in this deal? But now it looks like whatever. Yes, Monkey yeah. might not be TLD, but it ain't so bad. Finally, Hartraft breaks through for Justin Cooper, gets a factory ride that Cooper stole from him. Stop it! No, Stop God. it! Oh gosh. Um. Okay. All right. That's Glendale. Hey, uh, I- I'm watching the race back, by the way, and just to throw in more for Zacco. Yeah. Uh, in in one of the first term pileups, the one that caused one of the red flags, uh, a rare helmet to helmet hit with him and Chad, straight up, uh, Zach side to side helmet oh, to helmet. Yeah, yeah. That's fifteen yeah. yards and a first down. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I, you don't really see that combination very often—a helmet to helmet motocross. JT and all the testing for the formula is helmet to helmet. One of the main no. things that you're no, looking that's, for. It's no. not one of the factors. No. no. <laughs> I'm not talking about Chad, so. Sorry, okay. You know what, though? It's funny that you say that. So, you know, a Formula helmet, we use a material called Rion. And uh, Zenith, one of the NFL-approved helmet companies, there are only a few companies that you can build and wear in the NFL. Zenith is one of them. Zenith just launched their first Rion-equipped helmet. So you may not be that far off because obviously all all NFL, you know, it's helmet-to-helmet testing and all that stuff so maybe it's, it's mind-blowing blo- that nfl hasn't been like they've been using the same helmet for 40 years oh, until gosh. like you know maybe like five years ago three years ago you know they kind of started looking into helmets like what you guys just have yeah eps so, and foam and what like so like go back go back to like 2015 uh there's another helmet nfl approved helmet called a vices v-i-c-i-s we met with them um about a possible uh, partnership and they were kind of giving us the lowdown on where the NFL is on their helmets. Yeah. It was embarrassingly bad. Right. I mean, just like, how are you guys, how can this be possible? How are you, you not know? devoting uh, so much money and so much research and so much everything to a better helmet? I mean, it was, it was really, really bad. Like yeah. they, they get one helmet a year. A lot of these NFL players, one helmet per season. <laughs> yeah. That's believable. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, yeah. Look at some of those, Scrapes on offensive linemen's helmets by the end of you know December or whatever they look like war shields or something yeah yeah um thoughts on AP Weech oh this has not been good man uh, I give him credit he's trying to get starts I had never really seen him get a start on a four fifty mm-hmm. all last year yeah he got one last week it was got one in Anaheim he, said, he got one in Anaheim too before he went down that's what I mean he yep. got one yep. last week oh I'm sorry uh, you did say that yeah, yeah. Right. and he as he said in the press release I just kind of froze up. I, he he did fall last week, right? Yes, he fell. Please, yes. yeah, no, he fell. I, no, he fell. Okay, because I mean, I literally turned my head. He went. He was from third to uh, he was maybe back to sixth, and then he was fourteenth, right? Uh, instantly, and then he had decent starts again this time, and he just doesn't have the pace. Like I don't, I don't know. I mean, this his, was two years ago. The hype was at the max for this guy. His, his third main event wasn't too bad, and that's that's the one I I referenced before with Brayden. Uh, yeah, he actually caught Barsha. In the third minute, it, it 
it was a ninth. Okay, let's let's not get crazy on what we're talking about. But it was okay. Like he was firmly and securely and appropriately around, you know, eight, nine, ten. Like it wasn't that bad. But yes, I mean, if you were expecting him to be Cincerillo, then yeah, you're well, you're pretty devastated. Who right now? Okay, who do you give that ride to? Like he's getting beat by all these factory guys, Grandis. but he's but he's not getting beat by other four for the privateer guys or whatever. So it's you, for, I mean, you give it yeah, to yeah, Grandis, yeah, right? yeah, you do. But I'm, I'm saying like it's not it's not as bad as we just made it out to be. At least I feel like we just made it out to be really bad. I mean, last year was pretty horrible. Well, yeah, yes, but this year. I don't so. know. Getting start like this. This field seems like you give any one of these guys a start. There's probably eight or nine of them that can just go right. But we haven't seen Plessinger put himself in that mix. I mean, there's a lot of other guys you could say that about. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but all and remember, like again, he raced Cian Cerullo two years ago. They were in the 250 class. He was the better guy. He was and, pretty sought after, Weege, as you know, in the uh, the gear yeah. deal wars of that oh, year. Oh boy! Well, yeah, I know. I, he was yeah. pretty pretty sought after. Yes. Way to, yes, way to grenade yes. that one, JT. <laughs> yeah. Um, infidel. Uh, oh God, people are so uh, stupid. And, and I think uh, I, I thought it was just dis- what disgusted me at first was okay, Cooper Webb. It didn't work out uh, those first two years at Yamaha, um, and then he moved on, and Plessinger essentially took that spot. And I heard the exact same people saying the exact same things about Plessinger that they had said about Cooper Webb just two years earlier. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, we just moved on this quickly. Like, I think he's going to be the guy. I'm like, I thought this other guy was going to be the guy. Mm-hmm. You can't predict everybody's going to be the guy. Yeah. This really isn't anything about Plessinger personally. It's just amazing how quickly the hype train starts to build uh, when somebody moves up. And you gotta, you just don't know. You just don't know how it's going to work out. So, Weege, with the... Uh, Bogle injury and Chad and Zacho before Zacho got let on and bef- and maybe after he got off. I don't know. There were 16 guys out there for the last main event. Yeah. yeah. Phil was upset about the empty gates. Oh, he was? Oh. Yeah. yeah well, Tuli, yeah, he, he wanted Tuli to just start picking guys out of the stands. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, don't like, a, with like an Indo- Indonesian yeah. MXGP. Right. But, <laughs> oh, that's going to get you fine, JT. You're not going back. You keep saying stuff like I'm that. I'm not going to Indonesia either way. Yeah, well, there. you won't go to MXGP ever again either. No, nah, bro, I already got, I got we worked on my schedule this week. Rah, rah, rah. Um, but, JT, did you notice, like, A-Ray and Brees were just battling by themselves every race? Hey, there's points up for grabs. But, like, there was a big gap in front of them and behind them. It was amazing. Just Brees well, and Well, yeah, I mean... You lost. You lost blows who could yeah. possibly be. In no, there. I mean you like every, Reed, like every main. No, 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 like every main, like every main. Those two found each other and they were in a battle to the death, and like no one else was around them. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, you lost. You lost the other guys that they could possibly race with. I mean, there's the guys that were in front of them. If you start taking out Blos and Reed and you know, like Jerry was Jerry Robbins, not really as good as either of those two, in my opinion. So yeah, they were kind of in their own little war. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I did I did notice that. All right, A Ray A Ray is hazardous, dude. He scares me. Easy on he, that. I Come on. He's he's a great rider. He still scares me though. And his exhaust was insanely loud in the last main event. <laughs> he's just switched uh, exhaust manufacturer. I think he lost it though. I think oh, he, yeah. he had he had some sort of can issue. Right, right, right. <laughs> Uh, all right, Weege, are you going to Oakland? 
No, I think I'm out now. Really? God, yeah. God, your Oakland, in, your, yeah, your Oakland saga has been unbelievable to keep track of. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm out now. And uh, I mean, we got West Coast guys, and uh, I got my Phil watch party. Um, I mean, you can get Hansel and Kellen there pretty easily, I would assume. That's what this all comes down to. It, I, I know it seems like I'm just being lazy, but the bottom line is my ticket's five fifty-seven, and Hansel's ticket is drive there, yeah. and Kellen's ticket is uh, one hundred and eighty bucks. So. Uh, it really doesn't make logical sense. I just wish it makes sense for me to skip West Coast rounds, except the beginning of the season is where the most intrigue is, so I'm always torn. All right, I made Kellen tweet, so keep sending him to the races so he can tweet. Okay. Yeah, I, just... no, I, I think it's actually Hansel's solo this weekend, so sorry, oh. Steve. Oh, boy. Yeah. Commitment to excellence. Okay? Hashtag Kellen Army. Um, Dude, he's got his people. Oh, he does. It is yeah, crazy. Video game. You guys out there. Yeah. It's, it's... Yeah. yeah, yeah, we got the video game demo. Some guy, some uh, guy, some guy emailed me, JT, and said, "Seeing Kellen on the Pulp MX show gives me hope that one day maybe I can make it on there." <laughs> I'm like, God, that's the bar. That's the bar we're at. So, is this like Dungeons and Dragons, or what are we talking? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Our, our buddy Moser couldn't. Our buddy Moser was trying to talk to him in the press box and like was under the influence of. <laughs> several things several <laughs> things and could not he just kept asking Kellen the dumbest questions like and Kellen was being really patient with him because it was the you know it was the famous Moser right yeah. <laughs> so maybe what, you, Ke- what do you think what do you think Dino thought about Moser I, I don't I, I don't know how that worked how did that happen I don't know but I, I saw at least six pictures of Moser with his shirt pulled up trying to compare abs is What's Moser's in to that truck? He just goes in places, man. You don't know that? I, yeah, he took. No, I, I was surprised. Yeah, what? What brought him into Rocky or a Rockstar Husky truck? I don't know. I can't think of any connection <laughs> that he has. What, there. what took him into the RCH truck? Where and when Kenny was in the middle of a Dodge deal? Yeah, I guess. What took uh, Pulp Nation, man? What, Watson, Pulp what, Nation. What took him into the p- private guarded or, or roped off uh, private party with beer and food? Up in the press box that you know he was not allowed in. Yep, he went to the the Rocky Mountain KTM truck and started making waffles. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Anyway, so Kellen was, yeah, man. Like I called the you know it's video game and I and you know, got all these subscribers and I call the action and Moses like wait 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 wait. So you, you the video game? Yeah, man. It's all on. You call the action? Like you're like Ralph. He just, he just couldn't get it. He couldn't get it. And he kept repeating the same things over and over. So. Laugh at the video game thing at our own peril. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's like Dirt Shark, man. We made fun of the Dirt Shark videos. Now the Dirt Shark videos are probably bigger than anything we're doing. So I, I, you can choose to fight it or you can embrace. So, Kellen, welcome aboard. We got the video game demo here at Racer X now. Wow. If yeah. liking Dirt Shark videos is wrong, then or is, right. Is Kellen like Ninja? Uh, 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 uh. Is he like that Ninja dude? Yeah, him meeting Ninja, yeah, that probably would be like this dude that wants to get on Steve's show. Okay. Like him meeting Ninja would probably be. Now, by the way, Moser, so this is how Moser, the Geico PR guy got Moser his passes this weekend. I want you to he know. He did? This. Oh, no. Yes, the guy, the, this poor guy, he has to deal with Jet Lawrence, Craig. He gets a press pass for Moser, and this is how Moser this is, behaves. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I look forward to his just short column this week. I, I know he's glued to glued to the action. So, well, that's the hook that the Geico PR guy has to use to get Moser a pass every time. 
he does great stuff for the privateers. He's like a hero to the privateers. He, you know, he shines the spotlight on privateers like no one else can. Yeah. And I, I sent a link and I'm praying to God. I'm like, please don't read this link, Sean. Please <laughs> don't re- do not read the seven deuce deuce just short. Right. Please. Yeah. Hey, can, can, speaking of Sean Brennan, can we talk about this picture that he what? posted on the Supercross Live Instagram story? I don't, I, don't uh, I don't know. Or I don't know. His Instagram live. I think it was actually Sean Brennan's personal Instagram live. Okay. Uh, he posted a gentleman that must work for a local local news story. New, oh, news yes. Yeah. Team. Yeah. Uh, he might be on Ron Burgundy's news team from this photo <laughs> I saw. Uh, this gentleman. It was like a morning radio hit, right? Or morning TV hit, right? They were at the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were at the track. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so part of our sponsorship, we supply product for any of these cool, you know, crossover things they have. So this gentleman proceeds to put on mismatched gear. That's his first misstep. He's got a, a green jersey on with black and white pants. And then to in a, a weird turn of events that I've never seen before. I've never seen anything happen like this in my entire life. And I, I, I had not been drinking, but I felt like I was very drunk when I looked at it. He had his pants on backwards. <laughs> Like, how do you do that? Um, like he wears jeans in real life, right? Or pants in real life? You would think. Like, did he, does he think it's like a woman's dress? Like he had to ask somebody, like, "Can you help me put my dress on? Like, zip me up from the back." <laughs> like, I mean, these pants have they have a zipper. They have what we call a zipper lock that will not allow your zipper to come down mm-hmm. mid moto. They, they have a ratcheting buckle, and they have a velcro side lock that would only work in one direction. All of these things would indicate that pants are supposed to go in one direction. Not to mention a cut for someone's butt. A Correct. Cu- and cu- furthermore, a cut, a cut. furthermore, the back has a, a little bit of a rise to go up in the back. So yeah. when he has these pants on backwards, <laughs> this is completely covering his belly <laughs> like a kangaroo pouch. Like, no, and what in God's like, name is going on? Right. We give you gear, Feld. What is happening to this gear? What are, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I felt like I was taking crazy pills. Please it's, look into this. Please ask somebody. It is one of the most atrocious things I've ever seen. Uh, and I like this. This person needs to be locked in. Like that news guy needs to be locked into a padded room. There's no way that a functioning member of society could ever think that was how you're supposed to put those pants on. Right. But yeah, I have a lot of questions. I have so many questions. I, I saw it and I, I got this picture sent to me this morning and I must have stared at it for at least a good seven minutes before I made a comment because I couldn't figure out what in God's name was going on. <laughs> uh, and all this gear work, you've never seen the pants on backwards. Yeah. Has anybody put the pants on backwards? Like even I se- didn't even think it would be possible to get them on if, backwards. Even seven deuce deuce, like for a video or anything. When not, he was this a, isn't crisscross. When he was a fly guy. Like, like, you've never seen this. Uh, break, breaking news. I just got an email from Eric. Uh, to be fair, I'm a troll fan. But this weekend, it was glaringly obvious his Suzuki is not in the same league as the other bikes. Not that he's been flawless, mistake-wise, but where's he at on points on a star Yamaha while having to run that ragged edge to even flirt with the third step of the podium? It was yeah. a- a- Eric, a.k.a. Phil from New York. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, 
Okay. Just, yeah. yeah. Just, there's a lot of lot of emotional scarring at this watch party <laughs> I'm involved in. Okay. Oh, by the way, Weed, uh, you kind of turned me on to this. Uh, I think Tickle's going to end up on JGR. So keep an eye on that, everybody. I did some digging. Thanks to you, though, Weege, for the. I'm not taking credit here. You, you, yeah, kind of gave me a tip. I, I, and, I think it's going to happen. Yeah, right. I and think you, it's going to happen. You're always scared to put it out there. I'm not, but you probably knew yeah. sooner than I did. But well, actually, uh, yes and no. Uh, he tested. Um, uh, I don't know when it was. A couple weeks ago, and I think at that point it was actually a no. Uh, not because of the bike. I think. You know, he had some. Yeah, he has a little team deal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, anytime you do something like this, you you really got to make a decision on is the financials enough to burn some other people or whoever you want to put it. Um, so, I think at that point it was just a money thing where it wasn't enough for him yeah. to break what he had. So, I think maybe they got him a little more money, and then it became an offer he couldn't refuse. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. no. Yeah. So, it's the perfect setting. I mean, they have literally. I mean, Steve, you would be okay with this. Their team is only Amart right now. I'm fine with but, that. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's yeah, good. Yeah, um, and look, not everyone's as up on things as we are. They're going to look like heroes if, if the press release comes out and says they signed Tickle. People are going to be like, "Yeah, KTM fired him. JGR." Yeah. That's, that's and it's not. That's really nothing to do with anything. But that's the way to look. I I heard he's going to keep his gear. They have an answer ge- team deal, so I don't know how that went down. And if I'm answer, no way in hell. Am I letting Tickle wear another FXR gear? Like I, but I think he's going to wear his gear. I think I, 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 yeah, I, I have a lot is. of questions. Do I, I need to bring Ryan Sipes? I can bring okay. Ryan Sipes back into this. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's right. Um, On Osborne's bike. I mean, I guess, but I think the other. But Savachi has a just one deal. How's but, that work? But I think that's like just for that guy, right? The rest of the guys yeah. have to. Like, Freddie, where's answer? Right, he's yeah. a four fifty guy. So yeah, I don't know. That's that's odd. Anyways, so yeah, look for that to happen. I I would bet money on that uh, tickle at Tampa being on a JGR bike. So, yep. All right, anything else, boys? Nope. All right, Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Alias CBD, the folks at Rental, and of course, uh, also the folks at Maxis. So, Jason Wygant, Jason Thomas, thanks, boys. See it. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck because that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And right. and he's got the thing. He's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw.
it got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. Been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey.